So Money episode 568, Liz Stern, founder of divamoms.com and author of the new book, Motherhood is a Bitch. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Torabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. This episode goes out to all the moms out there working, staying at home, doing it all. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Farnoosh Tarabi. Our guest today is Liz Stern. She is the founder of Divalicious Moms, and she has a new book out called Motherhood is a Not a Beach a bitch. The book actually crosses out the word beach and has the word bitch in its place. And I'm just going to say this episode does have the B word occasionally. So earmuffs, if that is not a word that you are fond of, but we use it in jest, sort of, not sort of on this episode, because you know what, being a mom in today's world, whether you're working or not working, you're you're taking time off, you're going to go back into the workforce at some point. On top of that, you've got your kids, you've got your spouse, you've got your bills, you've got your weight. I'm dealing with a bit of a weight issue right now myself, you know, as as to be expected. It's not like all the weight's going to go away, but I have I'm having a hard time getting my groove back, I'll be honest. And so Liz and her book have entered my life at a very appropriate time. And and I think whether you just had a kid or you had a kid 10 years ago, her advice is very helpful, very relevant. She's a modern guide to motherhood and her book has tons of tips. Liz is actually hosting a panel tomorrow in New York City. I will be on this panel. So if you're in town, we would love to see you. Go to divamoms.com to grab a ticket. And the event is the Mom Moguls Breakfast from 9 till 11 in the morning at Lord & Taylor Department Store in New York City. Space is limited. Tickets are $75. Again, divamoms.com to get all the information. It will be myself and Liz and Veronica Webb, who is a mom and an entrepreneur and a supermodel. The panel will include myself and a number of uber successful women. I don't know what I'm doing on this panel. In the meantime, Liz is here to help us all get our grooves back financially, weight-wise, psychologically, how to make it all work, and how to have fun at the same time. Here is Liz Stern. Liz Stern, welcome to So Money. Let me tell you, your book could not have arrived at a more appropriate time in my life. I'm devouring. Motherhood is a bitch. Earmuffs, everybody. Earmuffs. This is going to be, we have some bad, some poo-poo words on this episode, but you know what? It's so appropriate. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show with you today. This is not your first book. This is not your first time around the rodeo being a female mommy, working mom role model for now. What is it? A million followers online? Yeah. And offline. Yeah. 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 We have a database of over a million moms and Moms on social media and moms online, offline. I call us a community of moms, um, like a sorority online, offline. Moms all across the world, not just wow. here in New York, in the by London, Paris, Israel, um, that are diva moms, divalicious moms. And a divalicious mom is being the best mom that you can be from the inside out because we all know that being a mom and a working, whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, is the hardest job in the world. So we want every mom out there to know how great they're doing, 
and that they we know that they are we are all juggling 101 balls at once, trying not to let one single one drop. And we are in constant motion all the time. And that's kind of a real reason why I decided to, to write this book, Motherhood is a Bitch, because I needed to take a step back mm-hmm. and regain my sanity, my sexiness, and my inner diva because I was letting everybody else, you know, hold on to lists. And this is not an octopus. Octopus. I don't have any arms. I have two arms. Mm-hmm. And we as moms are doing everything for everybody all the yeah. time. But sometimes, you know, we need to take a step back and take care of ourselves. So yes, you are a mom of three. You run divamoms.com, which is this thriving business community, international community for mothers. This is not your first book. You are constantly on the speaking circuit and you live in New York City. Um, tell us how, what was your breaking point? You know, you said you wanted to write this book for yourself and yeah. f- to appreciate yeah. women. Did you have a breaking point? I did. I did. And it's, which is so great. And everybody that reads the book will read it. Um, it's in motherhood is a bitch. It talks about where I broke and what happened to me was, uh, my father had passed away and he was sick my whole life. He had cancer. He went into remission. He had cancer again. And then to make a long story short though, when he finally passed away, it was like, Oh my God, my dad's really not here. And I unfortunately didn't take enough time to, I believe, mourn him properly just because I had the kids, I had life, I had my job, and I couldn't just put everything on hold to mourn my dad. And fast forward with that being said, I just also started, I just feel like everything had gotten to me. I was eating a lot more, stress, anxiety, the kids, three different, a 13-year-old, a teen, a tween, a middle, um, then a child who's in elementary school, and then a little one. And after the little one was born, I kind of just let myself go. And I remember saying to myself, and I wasn't feeling well, I needed to go on a retreat by myself. And I did that for a few days. I went to the Berkshires. And I remember getting to the top of the mountain. And it was like that aha moment for me. I know like everybody says, like everybody has it. But for me, it was being up there. And I literally just said to the person I was taking the walk with all the way up to the top of the mountain, I need to sit down. And I sat on a rock and I just started crying. I cried and I cried and I cried. And it was just like, I feel like all of this emotional like baggage was just coming out of me and pouring out of me at that moment. And I knew at that moment that I needed to start to make changes in my life because I needed to be a healthy, happy wife, mother to my children. Um, they say, you know, happy wife equals happy life and happy moms equal happy kids and happy kids equals happy moms. Mm-hmm. But I needed to do that for myself. So I remember going home from this retreat and turning to my husband as I entered the door and I said, you know, we are going to have to have a conversation, but I really want to make changes in my life. And because I need to take baby steps in order to get there and I need you to help me along with this journey. And so with my kids and everybody, we had this conversation that mom was going to start to take time for herself. Mom was going to start to eat healthier and not just me, but the whole household was going to start to eat eat healthier and mom was going to start to go to the gym and stop making excuses and mom was going to stop saying yes to everything and mom was going to learn to say no and we went on this journey together really as a family and here we are and I feel so much better not just mentally but physically and just I feel stronger and I feel that I can now have much more clarity for my family which is something that is so important. You know, you bring up a really important point, which is having the support. And if you don't have the fortune of 
say having support in your life, immediate support, at least let's say you're a single mom. Um, what's your recommendation for women who feel like they aren't supported? Where can they go for a community and for accountability? Sure. So we have a lot of single parents um, and single moms that are in the Diva Moms community. So they can always come to us, of course, because they'll meet other amazing mothers that are in similar situations, which is so nice about our events because they're such great networking events. Um, And also what's really nice is no no matter what, if you're a single mom, and believe me, I know how hard, I have so many of my friends are single moms, but there's always somebody out there, a resource that you can ask. And we put this in the book and we really talk about this, asking for help. And not feeling ashamed and not feeling guilty because we cannot do this all alone. We do need to ask for help. So whether it's asking a neighbor, whether it's asking a family member, you have to pick up the phone. You have to knock on somebody's door and you just have to ask for that help. And then also wherever you live, depending on where you live, you can Google, you know, obviously today there's so many great resources. I'm sure in that person's town or in their community, but maybe perhaps the community center, but there's always somewhere that you can go to also get together with other like-minded moms that are in similar situations. And it's really important to have that support and that group. One of the uh, things that I think we should give more, uh, I think, Uh, recognition to is the fact that a lot of times working moms and moms with resources have help. They have hired help, whether it's childcare, uh, you know, a nanny, um, someone who comes and their personal trainer, you know what I mean? So they have like this very, they invest in other people to allow them to be their best selves. And so I think Mm -hmm. this is obviously very popular and people do it all the time in New York City. Um, But let's let's also talk about this concept of why it's important to keep working so you can make money, right? As a, as a mom to be able to do what you want with that money. That's going to make you feel better and healthier. I also think too, as a woman and having a career and being a mom and having a career, it's very important because a let's, let's, it's very expensive having a child today and you're going to need and want those resources as far as financial stability there. And you're also going to, cause you want to want to be able to give your child the best and to make sure that they're supported in the lifestyle that you would want them to be. And it's also important mentally for a woman, it's so important to go to a job and to have a career that they love or that they really like because every day they're going to be going to that job and you want, they want to feel good about themselves. There's so it's so important. I also think too, for a woman to have a job because just mentally, besides the paycheck that of course we all love and everybody loves, but that mental part of it, you know, going to Mm -hmm. a job every day and being with other people and being with other like-minded people is so important as well for your well-being. And so many times we hear moms say, and this is in fact, next week we have a mom moguls breakfast where a lot of moms are coming to hear these other moms speak about what it's like to be a working mom. But a lot of times moms, we know stop working when they have a child. And then sometimes things happen and financial things come up and sometimes they get divorced or they might lose a job or a million things can happen. And they always say, well, how do I get back into the workforce? You know, I haven't been in the workforce for 10 years or nine years or eight years. And how do I get back in? So that's a constant, you know, we have that question all the time that moms come up with. They want to know how do they re-enter the workforce? And then we have a lot of times moms that want to start their own businesses after they've been a stay-at-home mom and they don't know how or how to get the resources to do that. But I think it's very important for a woman 
to have a job and doing something, whether it's community service, whether it's helping out at the PTA at school, whether it's going to a job every single day um, in an office or being a mompreneur or owning your own business, whatever it may be. But I think it's a woman should always have something because it will keep her feeling really good about herself. I couldn't agree more. Um, what is your take on stay-at-home dads? This is a, a reversal of roles that's becoming more and more of a trend. I wouldn't say it's a trend yet, but it is something that you hear more about as women become the breadwinners in their families and they have multiple kids and also companies are not very generous with parental leave, paid parental yeah. leave. So then it's usually one parent opting out. And nowadays, it sometimes makes more sense for the dad to do it. Do you see this more and more in your in your? Yeah, we, your we are seeing this more and more. We are seeing this more and more. And we're also seeing, which I didn't have for my children, um, but my sister just had a baby recently and her husband took paternity leave, which is amazing. Um, and she went back to work. And I think that it's wonderful if you know, if one of the parents wants to stay home and if, if they can afford to do that, if somebody's making you know enough money to support the whole family, whether it's the woman, whether it's the man, whoever it may be, I think that's absolutely wonderful. And I, I, I support it and I think everybody should support that. I really think that's absolutely wonderful if that's what works for the family. Your book covers so many, to- you know, uh, topics from how to kind of get organized, get your body back together, how to uh, be a better mom to your children and be a partner with your husband or life partner. Another topic I'm curious to hear your perspective on is money. So what advice do you have for moms to keep their financial lives in check? Well, it's very important for a woman and a mom to know what's going on financially. They need to keep accountability. They need to know what's going on in the bank. They need to know what's going on with their investments. They need to know if they have a portfolio. That's really important um, to always keep on top of it. And you just like everything else, like mothers, like we do it all. We know exactly where everything is, what we're doing. Organization is key, but also financially being on top of everything and not letting it slide and just knowing where the money is, where it's going delegating, having a budget, doing doing spreadsheets. These things are really important and they'll help with the family so that you know where the money's going each month or each week or, you know, plan it out. You know, it, sometimes I say, sometimes my husband and I have to sit down for a few hours um, once a week and just go over just everything from finances to the kids' schedule, to the calendar, to our work, you know, where we need to be appointments. And as long as you guys are on the same page, and I think that's such an important part to to keeping the marriage also alive, is communication and respect between both parties. I think it's so important. And communication is key. Having financial communication between the two of you, you need to have that. And if you're hiding something from each other or it's just it's not going to work because there's going to be resentment. Things are going to happen. Everybody really needs to be on the same page. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we have to be more conscious about it and deliberate about it. Even if some weeks you have nothing to go over. <laughs> yeah, just you know. Which is- which is fine. It's Which just is totally, totally fine. fine. Um, you can catch up on that episode of Homeland you've been waiting to catch up on. <laughs> whatever, you, <laughs> whatever. whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. Like I also say too, I call it like a diva date night, but I think it's important whether it's your significant other, whether it's your husband, the best friend, whatever it may be, once a week try and get out with a friend and just either whether it's going for a, a, a dinner or across the street at the diner or going to a movie or going for a walk in the park. It's really important to have that face-to-face interaction with somebody and talk about also other things besides just the kids. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, talk about world politics, talk, talk about a movie, talk about a TV show that you're watching on Netflix. It's really important to do that as well because it can't just always be about the kids. Right. I want to talk about your personal finances in just a minute, as I do with every guest on this show. But I have to also ask you about this idea of or sort of like the mommy wars. Have you heard of this? You know, it's so you started off talking about how it's so important to create this community for women and we have to support each other and be our best selves and not judge. But you know, there is definitely a divide sometimes between working moms and stay at home moms and breastfeeding moms and formula feeding moms. It's like yeah. there is there are all these uh, opinions. And depending yeah. on what your perspective is, you could be you could feel ostracized from some mom group. So how do you navigate all that? I think, you know, you, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. So you just have to like with everything else in life, you know, if you do, if you breastfeed, then you're right. If you don't breastfeed, then you're wrong. If you breastfeed, then you're wrong. If I mean, no matter what you do, you're going to, there's going to, someone's going to find fault with it. So what I always say, and it's an important life lesson is just keep your eye focused on your family and yourself and don't listen to all the outside noises. And it's so, I know it's so easy to get caught up at that and you start feeling bad and you start self-loathing, but you can't listen to what everybody else is saying and you can't listen to the mommy wars and you have to do what's best for you and your family. And that's what's most important. Not what everybody's saying about you. Oh, you work, you don't work. You go to an office, you don't go to an office, you do this, you do that. It doesn't matter. You need to focus on what's important in your life. And I know it's so hard, especially with social media today and so many judgments and everybody's judging. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's your family. You're the mother. You're in charge of your family. And you can't listen to what everybody else is saying. You have to just do what works for you and your family. And that is so important. Amen. You heard it from the diva mom herself. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) Of course. No, but it's true. Like you can't, everybody judges. Mm -hmm. Like everybody has a, you know, if you wear, you know, and I don't hear the thing about me. I'm not judging anybody. Do whatever works best for you and your family. I am not in your position. Nobody, nobody's in, nobody is living in anybody else's lives, right? We're all living in our own lives and we all need to just concentrate and keep within our own lane and not worry about what everybody else is doing. And that's something that's so important. And even like we're talking about it now with my tween son and his friends. And just it's really important to worry about ourselves and not to worry about everybody else out there. Yes. And sometimes all a crazed mom wants to hear is from someone from another mom is I understand or, you know, you're doing great. Oh my God. That'll make your day because you almost feel like every decision you're doing, you're making is the wrong decision because that's just how you feel sometimes. But here's the thing. There really is no wrong decision, right? Because at the end of the day, it, it, no matter, it's what we think at that moment is the best choice or the best decision for our family. So and you're right. Nobody ever tells us how great of a job we're doing, right? Nobody ever pats us on the back and says, wow, like, you're, you know, the baby's thriving and you're doing such a great job. But at the end of the day, we need to know that we are making the right choices and we are doing what's best for our child and for our family. And that's our decision and nobody else's. So, but sometimes it is nice to hear another mom or a friend say, wow, like your kid, you know, is doing great or your kid is, you know, thriving or we noticed so-and-so. And And it's so nice to sometimes hear that because it's so rare that we ever get to hear that. And what's also important too, I I personally, you know, love to do is to also to tell, to tell other moms how great they're doing and to give them, it's so important to, you know, give that like 
what's the, the gratification to let other moms know that we're, we're not in this alone. We are in this together. And that, you know, again, like just to know that what we're doing is really hard work and nobody's saying that it's not. And we need to be there and support each other and not tear each other down. Absolutely. All right, Liz, what is your best financial advice for moms out there working, not working? Uh, from your experience, what do you think is the best way to, we kind of talked about what you and your husband do, but if you had like a financial philosophy to share with others, other women, what would it be? I guess my financial philosophy philosophy for other women out there would be to really, to, to have your own money, to have a job, um, again, whatever that may be. And because it's really important to have your own security. And I think that every woman out there, not just moms, should have their own financial job, uh, financial stability, and know that they have that. They have that because at the end of the day, you know, however your money is divided or it's not divided or your husband and, you know, you, whatever you may have, your assets, however you build that, build your financial, you know, money together um, or not, I believe, and my advice to every woman out there is to do something just for you and to have, to have something just for you. I think it's so important. And as an example, you started divamoms.com, although it wasn't always the intention to have this become a business, right? You kind of use this as a channel to an outlet for yourself as you were navigating motherhood. Yes. And, but at the same time though, I've always had a job since I graduated from college, even in college, I always had an internship and then it was a paid internship in college. So to me though, growing up, it was my, my mother always had me working even in high school. I worked in a clothing store is always important. And my sister as well to have a job, to have a career, to make our own money. Um, and, but yes, when I started Diva Mom, I honestly, 13 years ago, didn't know that it was going to grow into the business that it grew in today. Um, and we le- I taught myself and we learned how to monetize my business. And I think that's also something really important, too, for women out there. And we always talk about this. If you ha- are thinking about starting a business or, you know, you have an idea, do your due diligence, do your background check, see if there's something, you know, what, what, how are you going to make money? Um, because it is important to figure that out as well, not just to jump into something and not, you know, figure like I kind of just went into this honestly and everybody laughed at me. I didn't know what I was doing 13 years ago. Um, I started, started with a blog and it really grew into a business. But with that being said, I wouldn't give that advice to everybody to just go start a blog and see, you know, hopefully it'll just turn into a business. I would tell moms out there to figure it, not to figure it out, but to go talk to other people to talk to community members, to talk to people that you might know that have started a similar business um, and get your information and get your facts and do your research before you just, you know, start a business. Cause like we always say, the worst that can happen is that you're going to fail and that's, that's not so bad. Right. And the best case scenario is that you're going to succeed and that there's something to be said about that. And I think that every woman that out there that has a, that has a dream or that has a passion should figure out how she can monetize that and make, and really make that and make that into their career or make that and make money from it. Because 
there's something out there for everybody. There I is. I truly believe that. I believe yeah. it too. Well, tell us about failure in your life. What, what was a, an experience that you had maybe as you were developing Ziva Moms or just uh, just another faux pas experience as a as a just another woman managing her money, another human being, you know, <laughs> making an irrational <laughs> choice with his or her yeah, money. I mean, I I think I think for me too. I think in the beginning, thirteen years ago, when I first started the business, I again I didn't have a business background. My background was in communication. So I mean, there were there were financial mistakes that I made. Um, because I didn't know any better. And today, like when moms come to me and they ask me advice, oh my God, I'm the first to give them advice and say to them, okay, this is where you start. These are the places that I made the mistakes. This is the places that I spent way too much money that I shouldn't have, you know, spent on months, what I I spent and I shouldn't have. So I really had to unfortunately learn the hard way. Um, Like, so example, I remember when I first started the business, I was like coming up with all, I'm hiring different art designers to come up with all these different logos. Um, for the Delicious Moms logo. Now, at the end of the day, of course, you want a logo. And of course, you want it to look great. And you want it to represent your brand. But I was so fixated on having that perfect logo that I was spending more money than I really should have and on, on a logo. And today, in, in reality, there are so many ways to have a logo made for so little money. If, and sometimes you don't even have to spend money. There are people that'll do it. You know, so my point is that just do your research and just don't throw money into everything that you think you need to throw money into because there are ways to cut costs especially when you're starting out in, in your business. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, people, it's, although it's the fun stuff, right? Figuring out your color palette, your logo, your layout. But if you don't have a business plan, mm, yeah, exactly. Logo is not going to bring home the bacon. Exactly. And not even that, like how many people that we know that have business plans, right? And their, their businesses didn't take off or they didn't become successful. So I don't think it's just necessarily all of, I think you definitely have to have a business plan in place, but I think it's also important to realize it's also exactly what you're saying though, where the money should go and where it shouldn't go. And that's really important too. And yes, you want everything to look great and happy a certain way. But at the end of the day, it's really important to just figure it all out and and be financially smart about it. Yep. I think one of your kids is trying to wrangle you. Yes, I apologize. No, no apologies. This is this is just this is so great. I mean, it's like, of course, this is what's happening. Where I mean, my kids are sleeping in the other room, so that's the only reason <laughs> we're talking. I, love it. Uh, I might be interrupted at some point as well. Listen, I'm so excited for you. Your book is fantastic. In the panel that you were talking about, I'm actually going to be on it. I'm so honored. It's uh, May 4th at uh, Lord and Taylor. Some incredible women there. I can't believe that I'm alongside them, but. Uh, thank you for inviting me to, to be a part of that. And thank you for writing the book. Uh, thank you for being you. Thank you for all your wisdom. Thank you for sharing it with our mom moguls next week and for your podcast, which everybody loves and everybody loves listening to because you give such great advice for us working moms and for moms and women out there in general. And again, I think it's so important to hear your voice too and to hear from such a successful mother and women and entrepreneur and hear your stories and to share them with the moms out there because everybody really is thirsting for this knowledge. And I'm thrilled to have you on the panel. Oh, thank you. Wow. I'm going to have you on here more often so I can feel better about myself. <laughs> Lister. No, <you're> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But on, in, in all honesty, um, I I just love your work and I'm, I'm such a fan. So thank you. And I'll see you thank next you week. Too. I'll see you next week. 
Thanks so much to Liz for stopping by. The book again is called Motherhood is a Bitch. Pick it up. And if you'd like to attend our event tomorrow in New York City, go to divamoms.com for all that information. Liz is also on Twitter at divamoms. We've got all this information back at somoneypodcast.com. So if you miss the links or you want to maybe listen to the episode again or download the transcript, you're free to do so at somoneypodcast.com. There you can also click on Ask Farnoosh and leave me a question for our Friday episodes. Thanks again for listening. Good luck out there, moms. And I hope your day is so money.